Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting as usual from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're looking for a bank that is big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way, well, I'm sitting in that bank. It's Renaissance Bank. And I know that from dealing with them myself and the clients that I have that I work with, that we work with Renaissance um, they actually answer their own phone. Uh, imagine that. You don't get that at the mega banks. So if you want to test that out, go to renaissancebank.com, find one of their local offices. They've got some 200 or so around the southeast and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. Now I want to welcome Daniel Madelon. Dan Daniel is the CEO of both a second chance bail bonds and a second chance monitoring. Daniel, you're busy. Yep. I am very busy. <laughs> let's for those that uh, don't know of your work, let's give everyone an introduction to your companies. How are you serving folks out there? Um, so been in the bail bond business, um, a second chance bail bonds for um, almost 17 years mm-hmm. um, here and throughout Metro Atlanta, um, throughout the state of Georgia. And then um, a second chance monitoring um, was a spinoff um, that we opened about three years ago um, when there was a need in the community um, for alternatives to incarceration. And, and we kind of met the challenge and, and put together a product that, that could serve the entire state of Georgia. Wow. The, the whole lot there, but let's, let's, um, I want to get to both of those, but let's talk about you for a second. How'd you get in this business? Talk so, about your backstory. Yeah, I so it was it was an accident, <laughs> like <laughs> like most things in life, and um, I, I kind of fell into to the bail bond business. Um, was uh, a friend of mine um, in Gwinnett County, a good friend of mine, and he <clears throat> offered me a position. I had just moved here from South Florida from Miami, um, and was kind of starting over. And you know, we we met and became friends and. And kind of the rest is history. I, I began working for him in about 2004. And then... Was he in the bail bonds business? He or? was in the bail bond business okay. yeah, here here in Georgia. Okay. And then that quickly led to, you know, me taking to it pretty quickly. You know, mm-hmm. And I, I excelled pretty quickly. And then quickly realized that this was something that I had had a desire and appetite to, to try and do myself. Um, so that's when I, you know, went out on my, went out on my own in mm-hmm. uh, March of 2007. Oh, okay. So uh, let's, let's talk about the bail bond industry just generally, because every, everyone's got their own conception of the industry, right? Some of it is, is based on what they've seen on the, on, uh, this movie or that television show, what have you. Right. Sometimes that's not real, real favorable, And there's probably some things you'd like to counter about that. So let's talk about it. Well, you know, I think, look, at the end of the day, I don't look at us as bail bondsmen, especially our company, A Second Chance. It's, you know, we're people uh, serving people in the community, making a difference Mm -hmm. um, in people's lives. And and that for us is is part of our core values uh, as a company. But 
you know, yes, the, the, the normal thing in bail bonds is you either, you get asked is dog, the bounty hunter real, or, you know, <laughs> or, or is what you do, you know, this, this sleazy type of industry. And, you know, that's been the, the conception for, you know, decades. Right. People have felt that way. Right. So we, we, we've tried to change that narrative mm-hmm. um, by doing great work in the community and really taking care of the people that, that are our customers sure. you know, and putting them first. Um, and, and we, we've been able to do that here, you know, we've made some progress for sure, but yes, at the end of the day, it still, it still comes back to <laughs> the, the visual that most people have of a bail bondsman. Yeah. Right. Um, and I guess something tells me that you, you had this opportunity and this is a question. Um, sounds like you had this opportunity to be in the business as an employee for a long time. I and and then really see what you thought was a really a fit, a way to improve the industry, a way to um, change the narrative, and and that's what you implemented when you started your own business. Is that fair enough? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Yeah, that, there was things that I saw that I didn't like in the industry, and I felt that I could put my fingerprint on it and and make it better, mm-hmm. and and that's what we, that's what I set out to do. Mm. What Let's talk about some of the things that you mentioned the community service, but, and I want to get to that in a second, because there's some very specific things that you're doing in the community, uh, that make you different than other uh, companies in the industry, but talk about some of the other things that you think distinguish you. Well, you know, I mean, as far as getting involved, um, with, with the community, in each county that we serve. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like a statewide thing. It's, you know, we dive in when, when we're in that community doing business in that community, we try to try to align with, with all the officials in that county in that county to make sure that we're, you know, serving the, serving the community. Mm-hmm. So we, we immediately line up, whether it's with the police department, sheriff's department, um, county commissioners, the mayor's office, um, and and the list goes on, right? So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of our our mo. Got it, got it. Um, but you're involved in when people think of community service, they think of uh, giving back, and you're involved in a number of of initiatives in that regard, right? Oh, absolutely. Our our schedules stay pretty busy um, mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Um, this past weekend, we. Um, attended um, Gwinnett County Sheriff Kibo Taylor's um, backpack drive. Um, over six thousand backpacks. Oh wow! Forty eight vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, kids getting free haircuts. I mean, just an incredible event. And those are the types of things that we're there. We're on the ground. Um, so we set up a booth. We're we're handing out stuff to kids, playing games with the kids, and um, you know, spending the day with them, as well as contributing to the to the backpack giveaway as well. Too, we've probably probably give away over, you know, 7,500 backpacks Mm. this year, Mm -hmm. um, throughout the Metro. And, you know, following that event, we went to the Fulton County district attorney's, um, backpack giveaway in Sandy Springs. Um, Mm. Madam DA Fonnie Willis Mm -hmm. had a great event and, and actually she had multiple events throughout the day, um, backpack giveaways. And, and so it's stuff like that food drives, Mm -hmm. um, any, anything pertaining to helping in the community we're involved in. Yeah. And, and and you'll see us out night outs, um, you know, night out for, for Cobb County Police Department. That's coming up, which is a huge event, you know, first day of school back. And we'll be 
there with, uh, you know, Cobb County Fire Department and um, 911 Sheriff's Office, EMS, the whole, the whole, the whole team. Mm-hmm. You know? So th- those are things, it's, it's part of our core values. Um, so we jump right in, you know, every time. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Madelon is with us, folks. He is the CEO owner of two companies, the Second Chance Bail Bond and a Second Chance Monitoring. So what, what, what's the – let's just talk about, for those that maybe don't know or, or whatever they know is affected by Hollywood, let's talk about just the, the how, how your business works in the bail bond uh, in the bail bond business, how does it work? Well, I mean, essentially, the, the basic we're in the appearance business, right? Mm-hmm. So we're guaranteeing their appearance in court, mm-hmm. an accused person's appearance in court. And as, if they don't go to court, then we're responsible either to bring them back into custody or to pay the the bond financially to the court. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the bulk of it, right? Yeah. I mean, that that's basically the gist of it. Got it. And then in between, we, where we kind of are different is is we're you know helping them with court dates and, and we're we're very hands on throughout the process mm-hmm. and and giving them the resources that they need so it's not just you come into the office pay the bondsman and you never hear from the bondsman again. Got it. You know it's a, mm-hmm. we we actually take each case very mm-hmm. seriously and we work with these families because you know it's it's a difficult situation some people have been through it some people haven't been through it yeah and you know so we help facilitate that process until the end until yeah. there's a disposition in the case you've got a uh strikes me as a challenge in your business but i mean those that know you've used your services before uh i mean they know you but we it's not like you keep the the uh your phone number on your refrigerator, right? I mean, that, right. <laughs> that's like, it, it's the same is true for somebody that does a will, right? I mean, you, you, you know, if you might keep the air conditioning <laughs> guy on your number on your, on your refrigerator, but not your number, right? Right. So how do, how do you maintain the awareness for people that, that, um, they get in trouble, they need, uh, your services, you know, how then so that they can find you? Well, I mean, so we we're on all social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, we just recently launched a, a, a pretty successful TikTok campaign, which has been awesome and fun. Really? Um, yeah, we um, it's on TikTok now, probably about in the last forty five days, mm. and um, that's been going extremely well. And you know, that's in a light way of kind of being informative and also getting to the to the base of people out there, mm-hmm. and you know, letting them know kind of what's going on. And it's more of in a, in a lighter fashion Mm -hmm. where it's not as serious, Yeah. but at the same time, people are understanding who we are and and brand recognition and things like that. Got it. Got it. Uh, Let's talk about a second chance monitoring. Talk about that company, why you formed it and what it's all about. So several years back, I was challenged by one of the um, county commissioners that I know. And, you know, she said to me, she said, Daniel, can you provide alternatives to incarceration? You know, and, and everybody's always known an ankle monitor has been around, you know, since the, probably the early nineties and, you know, but that's all that we've ever had. Right. So it's like either you went to jail, you got out on bond and then they put an ankle monitor on you possibly depending on how high risk you were Mm -hmm. and, and that's it. And, you know, it's like, well, not this whole, the criminal justice system is not one size fits all as, as we know. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So I took the challenge and there, there weren't a lot of people in that industry and there was a lack of service kind of across the state. So they, they encouraged me to, to, to do this. And so I spent some time putting the business plan together and actually putting it together correctly and building the structure of the company, you know, so we could, we could, you know, have a long lasting impression on this deal. And um, so that's what led me back into monitoring to provide, you know, alternatives to incarceration. And what, what does that look like in terms of the, you mentioned ankle monitors have been around a long time, but what other technology are you using there? So you have remote devices. You also have cell phones that, that work that uh, allow defendants to get back on track with their lives um, with a tether. You can also add a tether to it as well if you mm. want or not. Basically, what it does is it allows you to have different levels of mm. of how you want to monitor a defendant. So if it's a low-risk offender, then you might have them on the app and they're checking in on the app. If it's more of a, more of a high risk, then you know, yes, you have the ankle monitor on. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just we have different solutions um, on our website and and through our network that can you know that can give people options, right, and give give judges options and give prosecutors options of of, of other things to do than just one size fits all. Got it. And these, this is uh, not just for those that um, are. Uh, have some sort of case pending, but the, 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 this is for uh, someone that's maybe been convicted of, of uh, some sort of crime, some sort of felony, and they're sentenced to some sort of release through that, that involves monitoring. Right. So it could be, it could be on the front end prior to, and then it can also be post conviction. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. What, what are the savings that are involved here? I mean, the, the, the savings have got to be, significant for a overcrowded uh, justice system, prison system that we have in the state of Georgia. Yeah. So especially in the Metro, um, you know, and it's starting to get out into the outer line counties and it's been there, but not as frequent as, as it's been used in the Metro, but yes, absolutely. You know, I mean, you're taking people and, you know, basically allowing them to be out prior to their case, you know, going to court. And yeah, the the cost is significantly less to what it would be to housing someone inside the jail. And you know, look, not everybody belongs in jail, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a tool that's been used, and I think it it works great um, to to help alleviate some of that clogging inside the jails and stuff like that. As you know, as we know, is exists here in Atlanta right now. Right, right. And and are are there? Um are there some dollars and cents savings that you can point to on this? Or do, I guess it varies by jurisdiction. Well, right. But- yeah. I mean, it depends on what they're paying, but I mean, I would say an average of, you know, a, a monitor could cost anywhere from, you know, eight to $10 a day versus what it would cost, you know, in each County varies as far as what their cost per, per defendant is in custody. Sure. Um, but it's, it's, it's a significant savings for sure. Yeah, it's got to be more than eight to eight to ten dollars a day to, a to yeah to, right. to uh, uh, keep someone behind bars um, right. for sure. Um, so the what's the trajectory trajectory of the monitoring business? Because this strikes me as something that um, has some real legs to it, given the fact that. Um, um, the state and local authorities really don't want to build more right uh prisons and jails i mean i i don't see 
politicians running on this as a as something you know that's the way they want to spend taxpayer money right right so uh it seems like everybody might be on the same page about this so what's the trajectory of this business what does it look like well i mean look i think i think having more options you know Mm -hmm. not just um an ankle monitor is is a great solution because you have from juvenile defendants to uh, you know to adults i mean not one size doesn't fit all right so Mm -hmm. i think having the best equipment the best options, best software, and, you know, and, and putting that into motion and really educating, I think is probably the biggest thing because there is a lack of education Mm -hmm. around surrounding a lot of this technology that's out there. And that's, that's kind of the path that we've been on is getting out there and, and doing that. But, you know, look, the sky's the limit as, as far as this goes. And, And I think it's just a conversation that both sides need to have um, from venue to venue, you know, and see what their needs are. In some cases, they, there's a big need. In some cases, there's a small need, you know, and whatever that is, you, you try to fill that need. Well, and if you're talking about an after conviction kind of, uh, uh, sentencing where, where, uh, monitoring is part of that, then you're really giving, uh, the, the court and that, um, defendant you're really giving them a lot more options for rehabilitation i mean because they've got the freedom to be able to go access these services that they could not get behind bars right right absolutely i mean that's really what we're talking about here right right getting people back on track with their life right and that's that's what it's about and and in the interim you know while they're awaiting court or may you know the case may may be null prost and dropped or it may go to trial or it may they may plead the case that's not for us to decide. Mm-hmm. This just gives them a, a pathway to continue on with their life if they have children, they right. have jobs, things of that nature, and it kind of keeps things, you know, keeps the cycle of life going for them. Yeah, I, I, you mentioned families; it prevents breaking up families and that kind of thing as well. Right. So that's 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 an important piece to it as well. Um, folks, we're here speaking with Daniel Madelon. Daniel is the CEO owner of both a Second Chance bail bonds and a second chance monitoring. So what you mentioned, uh, the, the, um, community involvement and professionalism and those two word, those two concepts in the same, uh, sentence. Talk more about that. So, you know, for us, the the community piece is so huge for us, right? And and in, in especially in the metro Atlanta, Cobb, Fulton, DeKalb, Gwinnett, we partner with the, the sheriff's departments and and do a, lo- a lot of events and things of that nature. Um, and that's that's the core of who we are, right? So this is a second chance is bigger than bail bonds, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's that's I guess the big message here, right? And and people who know us well know what we're all about. And, and that's community first. Right. And so that, that's just something that's, you know, part of the culture of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's instilled in, in everybody at a second chance, you know, it's just, it's a way of life for us. And that's, that's what makes me happy. Right. That's attending all these community events and, and getting involved. And, and there's so many different ways it can happen. Right. You know, you find out what the needs are in, in all these different areas and I think it's important that if you're doing business in a community, you should also be serving that community, um, you know, with your, you know, com- community service or, or whatever it is you can. Yeah. You know? I yeah. Think that's important. And 
you've uh, grown fairly quickly throughout the state. Let's talk about that. Why why has that happened? Well, you know, uh, we <laughs> obviously great <laughs> management, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the team from you know from the top to the bottom um, has been great, but the executive leadership at a second chance is is you know why that's happened. Um, Ryan's been involved, um, Jesse, Lindy, um, and, and the list goes on. Right. But you know, the, that's, that's how you get from, you know, from, from point A to point B, but they've done an exceptional job of keeping it going. And, you know, we have big aspirations and, and plans to, to expand this thing throughout, you know, Georgia still, but also outside of the state of Georgia as well. Yeah. Let's talk about that, uh, a little more. You, you, uh, just, got approved in your first state outside of Georgia, right? Yep. That's right. We, um, we just got licensed in the state of Alabama. Congratulations. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's exciting. Um, it was kind of a decision that, that I made where it was, you know, I sat down and had a moment of clarity with myself, which was either you're going to stay here and continue doing what you're doing, or you're going to go out and do something great. And I chose the latter. Mm. Wow. What, Talk more about that moment of clarity, because there's probably a lot of entrepreneurs out there that like to hear more about kind of what you, you know, because they're thinking the same thing, right? They're at this decision point of whether to stay where they are or, or really cross the Rubicon and try something really big. What, what considerations did you have around that? Well, you know, after speaking with, with my board of directors and, and my, or my team, you know, and consultant and, you know, Tim Fulton, who's, who's big in the business world here, yep. here in Metro Atlanta, who, mm-hmm. who was, who's been around, might I add, from since the beginning, right? So he helped me write the first business plan for a second chance bail bonds mm. many years ago okay. and is still involved today. But, you know, after talking with them, it was, it was pretty simple. It was either you can stay in cruise control where you're at and, and, you know, do well, or you can take it to the next level, but the next level is going to require infrastructure and you know, processes and things that are going to have to be elevated even further than where they were. And for me as an adrenaline junkie, that sounded exciting, you know? So (laughs) I I was, uh, you know, as a risk taker, I was, you know, even I I was up for the challenge without a doubt. Um, I just needed to figure out how to get there and, and do it the right way. And that was the big thing for me was, you know, making sure I had the resources and the the, the right people around me to to launch something like this, and, mm-hmm. and and it's we're well on our way. Yeah, that's great. Congratulations on that. So, what does that look like? You're you're, you're now licensed in Alabama. You're going to build uh, throughout Alabama. Uh, what what other plans do you have? What what's the three to five year look uh, picture? I mean, look like for you without, I don't like to talk about specific jurisdictions until it's done, um, for, for different reasons, but, but we, we do have plans to, um, to be in Mm multi-states and, um, and hopefully become one of the largest bail bonding companies in the, in the country. Good for you. What, why Alabama to start out? What, what, I mean, you obviously had your pick of 49 states, so why right. Alabama? Well, I, you know, it was close to home, okay. um, and I think there was there was an opportunity that presented itself there. And after, after I vetted that opportunity, then, you know, being that it was close to here, that ob- the geographical location obviously helps because, you know, you're – your first project out of state, you know, you don't want it to be in California and you're living in Georgia and sure. you know, that, that wouldn't make too much sense, but being that it was close to home and the opportunity and it, and it was a good fit for us. Um, 
and we could kind of put what we have here in Georgia into Alabama. And I think, it, I think it's going to be a great relationship with all of our people there. And um, so we're, we're rolling that out right now. Yeah. That's terrific. So um, Daniel, th- this has been great. And I can't um, imagine that there aren't some folks that would like to know more, um, maybe use your services or, or just learn more about you and your company. So let's give them directions on how they can find you. Yeah. So our website is, um, you can go to atlbail.com um, or a2cmonitoring.com mm-hmm. for the ankle monitoring. Yep. And then um, the phone number for, for bail would be 404-BAIL-OUT would be your best number. Mm-hmm. Got it. Daniel Madelon, folks, the CEO owner of a Second Chance Bail Bond and a Second Chance Monitoring. Daniel, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Hey, folks, just a uh, quick reminder. If you have got dysfunction in your business that involves administrative tasks you're spending too much time on or uh, maybe your bookkeeping consists of uh, a Nike shoebox with a big pile of receipts, um, you know you need some help and you know you need to get that stuff off your plate so you can spend time on the front office part of the business with with potential clients and, and your existing customers. Office angels can help. They have a whole team of angels that fly in, get that work done, and they fly out. And they do it on an ongoing or as-needed basis. And what they do is really re- return the joy back to your business so that you're working on things that you really enjoy working on. My suggestion is go to officeangels.us, but better yet, just give them a call, 678-528-0500. Describe your problem, and I think they will be glad to help you. And guess what? They helped me in my business, and I couldn't work without them, so they're terrific. And just a quick thank you to our listeners. We're coming up on show number 700 of North Fulton Business Radio, and we've only come this far because of you. So thank you for your continued support and continue to do what you've always done, which is share the show. If you've heard something here that makes you want to share the show uh, with a friend or some on social media or something like that, please feel free to do that and continue to do that. That's how we uh, shine the light on great business leaders like Daniel and the other some, I don't know, 12, 1,300 guests that we've had on this show over uh, these past seven plus years. And you help us continue to lean in and fulfill our mission to be the voice of business in the North Fulton region. So for my guest, Daniel Madelon, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.